podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Courtside Fracas. Here with your boy Shaq, and we also got my boy Reems over here. What's going on, my people? What's going on? Yeah, so as you can see, um, it's me introing. I've never introed before, actually. It's my first time, because usually Kay. Yeah, yeah. But, but Kay's on holidays in Dallas? I hope he, uh, hope he took in some Jaden Hardy ball. No. <laughs> I think he got, he got to watch Luca on his return, because he was injured for the time, right? Yeah, so Kay's out here enjoying, and uh, we're here. So let's get into it. Reems, how you been? I've been good, man. Um, Interesting week of basketball. Um, You know, less than 10 games to the playoffs now, so... Things are tight in the West, isn't it? So, one week I could be out the playoffs, the next week I could be a six seed, you know what I mean? That's how it goes, so. Yeah, especially in the West. For me, it's been a bit weird. I celebrated the Miami Heat game yesterday, forgetting um, I'm a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't support them right now, but they actually played good, so it was kind of good to see. But this week of basketball has just been a bit crazy, both East and Western Conference. Mm-hmm. To be fair, have you been watching most of the West? Mostly the West, yeah. Okay, so in the West, we've had the return of a certain scandal. Got the return of Jar. Mr. Demetrius. <laughs> did you watch the game yesterday? I did, yeah. I caught a bit of it, yeah. Caught flight. Um, Came off the bench. Put a, put a poster straight in. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. How do you think he looked coming off that? It was good. I, I, thought, I thought him and... Um, I don't know if you know Kenny Lofton Jr. You know the you know the, the chubby one. Mm-hmm. He got some minutes. Him and Joe got some minutes together in the first quarter yesterday. It was good to see. Thought that was interesting. Um, I think um, he's wearing a mask for some reason. I don't know what happened to his face. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, you know, the the Grizzlies tend to do all right without Jar. But like, which he, was interesting to see. He puts him over the top, but especially Jaron Jackson. All of a sudden, over the last five or six games, took up. Jaron Jackson's become a bucket. Thirty games. 30-point games, 25-point games. Even defensively, I say, as much as in the past, what, three episodes, I've told you I don't like this guy, but Dylan Brooks showed up defensively. Hey, listen. He, he put some clamps on Steph. Dylan Brooks might be, like, the best heel in basketball. <laughs> he, might be, he might be he might be. He might be 06 mm. Triple H right now. 05 Triple H. Maybe. But, again, he's every, doing nonsense. Every, like, throwing week. over cameramen. But... He, he stepped up when Jar was away, but yesterday when you saw Jar return, for me, it was scary because it didn't look like he lost a step, which wasn't expected. He didn't, he didn't get injured, he injured or anything, he just yeah, suspended. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes... How many, how many games did he end up missing in the end? It's three? Three was or four? Only three? I've, I've, I thought it was an eight-game suspension at first, but I'm sure he's only missed about four games, something well, like that. I guess the initial suspension he got was a two-game one from the... Yeah, then it could have furthered on. And then I think the, the, the Grizzlies gave them gave him their own internal suspension yeah yeah so yeah it was fine look he came back they they looked good and what was the score it was against the Rockets um, 1 by 5 or something like that let me have a check it was yeah 1 by 5 it was 130 to 125 mm-hmm. it was a nice game but to be fair what I've been seeing as well the Rockets have been trying to put up their points and get their name up uh, but do you know what yeah like I've seen some interesting like the Rockets right now obviously they're a terrible team but they don't have no vets yeah, you know it's a team full of kids, really. So they're just trying to figure out their way in the game, and I think it's 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 been ugly this season. Mm-hmm. But there's talent in that roster. Jay- How much talent would you say? Lots of talent. As okay. a young team, this is this is a good one. As a young team, if you think about if you think about all the young teams in the league that we have right now, say you could say that the Pistons are quite young, the Magic are quite young, the Kings are quite young, Rockets are young. How, where would you rank the Rockets? Oh, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies are quite young as well. Where would you be OKC. ranking OKC are young as well? Yeah. Um, so and that's OKC without Shet. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you look at top-end talent, they mm-hmm. have, I'd say, they have Jalen Green. Kevin Porter as well. Nah, I wouldn't say he's a top-end talent. Really? I'd, I'd say Alfred Shengun. Yeah. And Jabari Smith Jr. I'd say Kevin Porter is maybe like a mid-level talent. And then, in, in terms of ceiling? In terms of ceiling, yeah. I put him a bit higher than mid-level. I, I, I don't know if he's ever going to be an all-star talent. I think he can get there. I think he's got the potential to get to all-star talent. When you look at the level of young players in the league, if you take out your Jars and your Lucas and stuff and look at the rest of the roster after like probably the first 10, he can get there. He All can right. max out. Let's have a think about the guard spot in the NBA right now. Mm, what, young-wise or just Let's all, say all around? Let's say under 20, 
under 23 or 24. Okay. So not even guys like Book or Donovan Mitchell. Mm. Um, guys that on the, like guys that are like, okay, let's say let's say under twenty five. Under twenty five. Under twenty five. So you have Shaggy just Alexander. Of course, that's all. That's levels. You are levels above him. Uh, Cade Cunningham. Cool. How is Darren Fox now? Darren, I think Darren Fox is over twenty five now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Um, Lamelo Ball. Baby Goat. Uh, you're doing just guards, Tyler Hero. Under he's under twenty five. I believe he's under twenty five. Uh, Tyler Hero should be about twenty. Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Uh, Darius Garland. Is Darius Garland under twenty five. I'm pretty sure he is. Double check that. We'll, we'll get the vetoes. He's twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's we've already rattled off like five, six, seven names. How many? How many? How many guys can make it to an All Star game? In the guard spot. Yeah, <laughs> how many can cap out? Yeah. Like, you know, they, of course, we've got more drafts to come as well, but people can cop out too. Guys like Jaden Ivey. Yeah. That look yeah. good. Ben Mothering. Then you also got to think that like, these are just the young guys. Tyrese Halliburton. <sighs> oh, so, uh, you, when you start rattling off the, the names, it, start, it starts looking kind of crazy for Kevin Porter Jr., you yeah, know what I mean? The lights are a bit so, bright. That don't mean he can't be a good, like, useful player, but we're, we're kind of going off track about like yeah they, they the Rockets have young talent and um mm. they'll get a, they'll get another good draft pick next year I think Shengun looks good I think Jabari Smith is going to look a lot better next year Shengun looks like a, I think Shengun's giving me like Sabonis type vibes yes get a bucket back yes. and play the game yes and I like the look of him yes so Tyler Hill is 23 by the way just had to clarify Tyler, yeah we'll put Tyler um Jordan Poole yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know about that one but yeah but yeah so um the Rockets have a lot of top-end talent. They need to get some vets. Mm. I think, how long is it going to take before they start winning? I'm not sure. Losing builds up a lot of bad habits. Like, for example, with my Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards got drafted in 2020, right? Yep. So that season, it was pretty bad. Lost a lot. Halfway through the season, we fired our coach, Ryan Saunders. Mm-hmm. That year, we drafted Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels. By the back end of the year, they were like starters in the rotation, and we started winning some games. By the season after that, playoffs. Yeah. So, like, one year. I don't know if their turnaround's going to be like that, though. Yeah. So I'm like, not sure. Um, we didn't really... Anthony Edwards has won more than he's lost in the league, probably, or in and around the same. Mm. The Rockets, they've done a lot of losing. And they don't, they don't have a Patrick Beverly. They never had a rookie Rubio, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, but... You know, again, I would even say, like, let's let's say you take my Heat into an example, right? When you have sometimes have younger talent and you're trying to put so many vets around them. So, for example, like, we have Jim, we had Jimmy, we had Bam, we had Tyler. That's a good base we have to have as well. Then you have, like, Yurtsevan, that is meant to be high potential of that. We've got the Jovic as well, that yeah. we want to go for. And then we said, let's get some vets. You get Kyle Lowry, Deadmond, and from there, some of these contracts are going to be big. For example, it's like um, Chris Paul's contract. If they still had that at OKC, would they be the team that they are now? Maybe, potentially, but sometimes getting vets, depending on what you're paying them, and if they know that they're there for the vet role, rather than to try and be that person, mm-hmm. is a big issue as well. So getting the right vets, I think, is a I key think, thing. I think getting vets on like good good contracts is, is important. <laughs> getting, getting, vets on, getting vets on big money can be tricky sometimes because... Mm-hmm. You kind of have to play them, but sometimes like, having vets that don't necessarily have to have a big role is important. You know what I mean? And then, would you want these vets to be playing just to start or off the bench? It's, it's things of rotation. Either, 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 or. Like Pat Beverly was a starter. Mm. He could have easily come off the bench. He would have been impactful in either role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Look at <sighs> these guys are still young, but guys like Kyle Anderson, Torian Prince. <laughs> they, you, you could talking about like experience in the league, basically. Experience in the like league. Jay Crowder would be good for those guys. Like those that, guys yeah. are vets. You know what I mean? They've been mm. in the league a long time, played in the playoffs, played in big, big series and stuff like that. So um, they got what? Houston Rockets have won eighteen wins this season, I think. It's um, they have eighteen to fifty-five or something. I don't, eighteen, uh, I don't eight, like Siri. Eighteen and fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah. So, so them and the um, them the Detroit Pistons and the San Antonio Spurs have the worst record in the NBA. I see a lot more potential in the San Antonio Spurs in terms of next season. Not potential okay. of players, just potential of doing better next season from what I've seen in their games. Because they're going to end up with Wemby. Yeah. I know they are. And then on top of that, I like I like um, players like, is it Keldon? Keldon Johnson. I, I like Keldon a lot. I like um, Sochan. I like Sochan. I think these they have ballers that also... Devin Vassell. Yeah, of course. And yeah. then you've got 
Popovich, <laughs> who's going to teach you how, how to win. How long is Popovich going to be around, though? Um, I think he, he can be around longer now because he hasn't got the pressure of having to win. Okay. I think he's just enjoying teaching young players the game and she, and seeing him grow into that. Well, I hope he is. But I think he can stay longer doing that, knowing that he's in the process of just lifting them up and training his staff to become his successors, in a sense. Okay, So I, I give him about two or three more years, teaching his team how to win, getting the right plays in place, and then, sorry, from there, you take off. Okay. So I see, I see a big potential in San Antonio Spurs in the next four or five years, really. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah. Um. Back to the Grizzlies, I guess. Um. They they don't look too bad this season, you know. What do you think is their ceiling this year? Ceiling. Defensively, I think they've been the best team in the NBA defensively. My ceiling for them. Rating. Yeah, my ceiling for them will be conference finals. Interesting. I think they can go deep into the playoffs. I don't think they can go to the finals. Okay, so if the playoffs was to start tomorrow, right? Yep, their second seed. Yeah. So it would be okay. Minnesota would play OKC mm-hmm. in the first match of the playing mm-hmm. t- to determine the seventh seed. Who do you think is winning that game? Probably Minnesota, Minnesota right? Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, then it would be the Mavericks Lakers. versus the Lakers. I'm taking Lakers. If lo- if Bron's back, I think I'm taking the Lakers as well. I'm taking the Lakers. And then it will be the Lakers versus OKC mm-hmm. for the eighth seed. Who yep. are you taking? It will be Lake. Ooh, Lakers. 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 So, we're saying the Timberwolves and the Lakers are going into the playoffs as a 7 and 8 seed. Mm-hmm. That mm. would see the Lakers take on the Denver Nuggets in the first round. Yep. Who are you taking? Whew. How controversial can I be? Speak from the heart, brother. I think the logical thing to say is that the Nuggets can take it and they probably will win. But don't underestimate. I'm talking Bron is back. I think playing, and they're playing well. Not even playing the best on the top potential. Just they're playing well. And they, they've been playing well for a long time now. Even without Bron, because you're seeing yeah. role players step up. They would. They, I've seen. I've seen them win games without Bron or AD. Hundred percent. And then you've seen Austin AD Reeves, activate without Bron. Dennis Schroeder stepping up. Jared Vanderbilt. We'll talk about Austin Reeves. We'll talk about. We'll talk about Austin Reeves. Yeah. But I, so I think, see so potential. So you think a one A upset? I, I mean. If I'm a one seed, one and my upset. reward for being a one seed is playing LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the first round. That's not really a reward. That is not really a reward. <laughs> Maybe, <is> tank. <laughs> Maybe tank. Maybe tank a little bit. That's not sounding like it. But I think Lakers could win it, but I would say, going back to Memphis, they would beat the Timberwolves. So that would say a repeat of last year's 1 7 first mm-hmm. round series where. Many people thought the Timberwolves were the more talented team, but they just like maybe lacked that playoff experience because the Memphis had already Memphis group had already been there a year before. Yeah. So they kind of we we had big leads in pretty much every game, and ended up tanking a lot of big leads in that in that series. I think this year we got a bit more we got a bit more savvy, a bit more know how. We got Conley, Gobert, Kyle Anderson, guys that. But you're playing very well without mm-hmm. Cat. Yeah, and you you play well with Cat, but how we'll much be, we'll, would you win with Cat? We'll be better with Cat, but will you be playing? Will you be winning with Cat? Playing better if and we're winning, winning is two Kat, things. Then the logical conclusion is that we'll be winning more with Cat. And do you think that's that a guy would, that's adding twenty five points per game to your team? And do you think yeah, but he's going to be taking the ball out of a lot of people's hands? So what they've been doing and right who? now, like like Ant for example, he won't get as that's, much usage. Is that a bad thing? How many guys do we know uh, that has the ball in their hand for all of the time are successful? Harden. What, what 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 was a Harden success? Went to a conference finals. Okay. Injuries stopped that. Okay, so the be- so he went to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. The one year Harden had a chance to actually go to the NBA finals. Who was he playing with? Chris Paul. And what what does Chris Paul have in his hand a lot of the time? Mid range. <laughs> so that means that was another person that had the ball. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Exactly it's true. Right. So you see my point. It's true, but it's also yeah. playmaking that provides, and I don't think Cat gives you that. He gives you buckets and he gives you some good defense, but. I feel like, especially with the I Memphis don't, Grizzlies... I don't, I don't think the way for the Minnesota Timberwolves to win is for Anthony Edwards to have the ball in the sand and everyone else just standing around watching him. I do hear that. You need someone that, if Ant is under pressure, Carl Anthony Towns, you could, pull it out. you could give the ball to him anywhere on the court and he could put the ball in the net. Yeah. Like, like that's not something that makes your team worse. Is, by any is it enough to take you over the Memphis Grizzlies? Um, I would like to hope so. I feel like if Cat... I feel like in that series, we have three of the... We have two of the three best players in that series. Yeah, you're right. I would say I would say so. I think no, that's fair. You're right, but in the next three best players are all in the Grizzlies. Name them. 
So John Morant is probably the best player out of it. Okay. If you want to argue between him okay. and Cat. Then you'd go Cat and Ant, yeah. like whatever, in whatever order you want. Mm-hmm. Then I'm taking Bane, Jaron Jackson, and probably what? Bane, Jaron Jackson, and who? You could say Dylan Brooks in what? Oh, in what? Rudy Gobert and Jaden McDaniels. In what, what you've been seeing. Let's not take the piss now. It, 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 no, no, okay, I forgot about Rudy being there, but it, uh, Rudy's... Is Dylan Brooks better than Jaden McDaniels? No. <laughs> He's not. No. Oh, no. I, I, said, I might be biased, but I don't even know if Desmond Bain's better than Jaden McDaniels. It's scary I'm being what real. you're saying right now. I'm being but, real. Jaden McDaniels might be the best defender in the NBA. He, 100% you can yeah. argue that, but you can also say the same thing for Jared Jackson Jr. 100%. Uh, and Jared Jackson's better than Jaden McDaniels. And Jayden you even just said earlier, best heel in basketball Jayden right Jackson's now. Jaden Jackson's better than Jaden McDaniels, 100%. Yeah. Dylan Brooks is not better than Jaden McDaniels. I don't think Dylan Brooks is. I, I forgot about Jaden McDaniels. After that, Mike Conley, yeah, Kyle yeah, Anderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Torian yeah. Prince. And if you're going to talk about just playing roles, you can add just Steven Adams in there as well. Like, we, you we, know. we played Steven Adams off the court in the last, in last year. Yeah, I know. He couldn't, he couldn't make it on the court anymore. It's a new year. Yeah. It's a new year. Maybe that got... And, and that was where Jared Vanderbilt started, not even Gobert. Yeah, so Jared Vanderbilt basically but offered nothing on the offensive end. I feel like it would be a good one, one v, uh, 2v7. 100%. I think it would be a good 2v7, but I'm going to give... Me personally, I'd rather see the Sacramento Kings in the first round. Because they're not going to play a lick of defense, so... Yeah, but that offense is scary, though. Scary, and you don't want to see Darren Flox in the, in the clutch, but I feel like Facts. we're more like... Down, I feel like we're more likely to beat the Sacramento Kings than the Grizzlies, even though we... Actually, I don't know. We might match up better with the Grizzlies because the Sacramento Kings can go five out. They're like a... A dark horse. You just don't know what they're really gonna do sometimes. Yeah, like and Sabonis gives you everything. If they go to the conference finals, no one could be like, "Wow." Yeah, like, like for me, I think Sabonis is giving you something like eight, eight assists, nine a, rebounds. But, but Rudy Gobert matches points. up really good against Sabonis, like, and he has all season. Like the one game where the the where we kind of struggled against the Kings is we went to overtime. Mm. Sabonis fouled out. Yeah, they brought in Trey Lyles, went five out, and and he hit like four threes in a row in overtime, and like we had to drag Rudy Gobert off the court. Yeah, I remember so, the game. Like, he was tweeting like a madman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like that. that that, so like Sacramento Kings can do that but they're not really going to take Sabonis out so fair I think in the top six that are, go, that are going to the playoffs the the team I fear the least if I was a player in the West is the is the Clippers okay I would want That's to match up against the Clippers if I'm any of those higher teams you, you don't fear a team with Kawhi Leonard no wow that's interesting okay Um, you fear Phoenix more than Clippers yeah you feel Golden State? More than the Clippers, yeah. Why? They have Steph. But they have Kawhi Leonard. Who's more scary? Well, who's scarier? Let me go grammatically correct. I guess Steph, but Kawhi Leonard is as good a player performer as Steph Curry is. Perfectly fine. And then I have the Mr. Heat Check, Clay Thompson, next. Okay, I, I, I'd be more scared of Clay Thompson Heat Check than I would be of Paul George, but fair yeah, enough. Yeah, and it's like, and Paul George is out for three weeks right now as well. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is, yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, I'll I, I give you that. Um, So. It would be the Phoenix Sun versus the Clippers as the four-five matchup right now, mm-hmm. and Sacramento versus Golden State as the three-six. Let's let's go. Players are healthy. I'm not saying players are playing in their prime. Just players are all healthy, right? So this you've got season, Paul, yeah. yeah, you got Paul George back. You've got KD playing for Phoenix. It's a wrap, man. You think so? It's a wrap, man. Who is stopping Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George getting to the rim on Phoenix? I don't think you are because Aiton's not that person. For that right, yeah. So you, you got you got Josh Okogie. You're gonna put Josh Okogie on Kawhi Leonard, probably. You're gonna put, as a matter of fact, I'll probably put Josh on Paul. Okay, you put KD on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, yeah, because Kawhi's a bit slower. Like Paul's a bit more explosive. He'll keep driving at you. But he's, like a, he's he's a lot stronger. Yeah. So he could probably get get into KD's body. Yeah, but then you got to think that Kawhi's gonna be doing back down. Like he'll try try to do post spins, and I'll trust KD's defense with over that Josh over than Josh Okogie. Okay, so cool, that's fair enough. Um, obviously Westbrook and Chris Paul are gonna match up. Yep. <sighs> Who do you put on Devin Booker? You probably put Paul George on him. Yep. Yeah, you probably put <laughs> Paul George on him. You're gonna put Kawhi on KD. They probably put Marcus Morris on him, senior. That's barbecue chicken. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, 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 that's a grill. Like yeah. that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So I I would just fare with. The seat with the Suns over there, you and then the even on the off occasion that the guy might actually the play good. Do not go to the rim, though, bro. Like, I don't know if I trust up or jump shooting team. I hear that, but really, Steph what, Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah, I would even say, and I know it's a stretch. Their coach is complaining Zub- about versus Aiton's not not a matchup that the Clippers really want. You don't think so? No. You what? What? What about Aiton? Is Gary? 
What does he do that Chris Paul playmaking for him. The, the pick and roll with Chris Paul and him can do well against Zubac. But he doesn't post up. He wants to shoot jump shots. That's why it's a pick and roll. He's driving. I might, I might, get, you the, I might get you the pass or I'm going to pull up and do a midi. And that's just going to be a few plays. Zubac ain't going to be the person that's going to stop it. Because if it's not if it's not know, working, man. they got a lot of options. You could put for me, Nicholas if, Batum out there. You could put Robert Covington out there. Yeah, you you can. But if it's not working, guess what I have? KD and Book. That's that's that. But I mean, last year the the Nets had KD and Kyrie and couldn't. It's different. Buy a buy a victory. It's so. different. It's different. It's different. There's coaching with it as well. There's there's more vets on the court. There's a whole, it's a whole other game. I mean, two of their main guys are. But wrong end of 30 and both injury prone. Yeah. I guess you can make the same argument for the Clippers. 100%. Um, but I feel like Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs over the last, the last like three times we've seen him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's been special. Also, Kawhi Leonard this year, especially in the clutch, look at um, the game against OKC. Mm-hmm. Luguen's daughter said, I got that. Okay. Bag, like Kawhi didn't get into his bag he tried to but then the last minute shot he just didn't get off and he looks more guardable this season there's times where he said alright you know what I'm still that guy I'm gonna put some buckets on your head that's fine I think since the turn of the new year he's been going crazy of course I think the, I think the thing is how the coaching between Ty Lue and Monty Williams who's gonna win that battle I'm not sure Clippers fans have had some issues with Ty Lue's rotations but in, in recent times like when like he, he hasn't been scared to if, uh, to take Westbrook out, mm-hmm. bringing a Terrence Mann, bringing bringing a Eric Gordon. Um, I think that's the guy I that bring, will I think, I think bringing Covington into the rotation again has, has been impactful as well. Because, bro, like since since the All Star game, Kev- Covington has made more threes yeah. than Marcus Morris Senior, and he's played a thousand less minutes <laughs> or, or whatever. So, I think that's a good one. Um, I don't know. I just think the Clippers have more have more have more looks to throw at the, at the Suns but obviously when you have Book and you have KD there's only so many looks that you can throw at them yeah. <laughs> so it's scary but the thing with the, the Suns is they don't have that many looks and it's a lot easier to defend the team that but don't the have looks that many looks that I have a better than looks you got why? because KD and it's Kawhi Leonard like I don't get no, 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 what no. talking about that's, here that's two different looks and you know which one you'd it's... rather take especially in the playoffs Kawhi Leonard has been as good in the playoffs as KD has all career he has how many finals finals MVPs does Kevin Durant have? One, two, 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 two. How many two, finals two. MVPs does Kawhi Leonard have? Kawhi's got one, but it's for holding LeBron James to thirty points, bro. Like well, it's the San Antonio one's not the same kind of. I am the star player of this team. Okay. So I mean, KD's was in the, was in the Golden State Warriors where he's got an overload of talent, but he still shined more than the other side of the talent, like a Steph Curry and that to an extent. I mean, Kawhi's one. He, he was the best player on a great team. Yeah, Kawhi's one with the Raptors again was against an injured. Team, but but he, what, what, he looked what, crazy. What did he do to get them there? That season is crazy. But and, in the playoffs, and, and, and in the playoffs in twenty twenty one, before he hurt his knee, what was he yeah. doing in those playoffs? Oh yeah, it was crazy. He Over was, the dirty move. He was. But who would you really rather have? Like, I want you to both get into your bag and do your thing for thirty eight minutes in this one game. I would rather take KD. It's negligible because we've seen both of them do that, and you can't say we haven't. Like, yeah, but we can, we have. But who would you rather take? Who would I rather take? Whose bag would you rather have in that game? If you're the coach, you can sub in Kawhi or KD for that bag. Mm-hmm. Who you taking? Maybe KD. Probably KD. Probably KD. It's KD. It's KD. I don't know though. It trumps it. It's KD. I don't know though. I think it's KD. You you want to say it's KD because KD has like because he's a better player. Quote unquote the perfect offensive game, but is he though? Yeah. It's borderline unstoppable. Kawhi's role boy can almost unstoppable as well, but I would rather take KD's. I feel like KD is the only guy that could like get swept in the playoffs and come back and everyone still acts like he's the best player that's ever played the game. I don't know. It's interesting. What we'll see anyway. It's a bit of KD hey, I ain't seen this before. It's not KD yeah. hey, it's just yeah. it's, we've anyway, we've seen what Kawhi Leonard's done in the playoffs anyway, the proof. The proof's in the puds. We saw what Kawhi Leonard was doing against Golden State in 2017 before they <laughs> yeah, injured him again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So we've seen the Kawhi bag as well and it's and it's nasty. Fair. We've but, spoke yeah. about the West. Talk with me about the East. All right, so we're going to go into the East, all right? Let me, let me just say this. As I said earlier, Miami Heat have been somewhat surprising me throughout a few of these games. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler stepped up. I think he was actually tired of losing. So he's been, he's been dropping points. He's been doing his thing. I think one thing that the team needs to do, 
over the course of this, these next, I think it's like eight games, maybe nine games left or something like that. And in the off-season is just focus on who we need to replace and who we need to keep and make some really big moves in the off-season because something's got to change. It doesn't look like a Miami Heat team. Okay. There's no intensity. There's, I can't even say that there's a person I can say is going to give me these specific stats every single game consistently. And I think this market, especially after this draft, there's going to be a lot of people available. So I'd rather go through that. But they're sitting in the seventh seed. And, you know, they're only a game out of the sixth seed, or, or what is it? Uh, they're, no, they're, they're tied a little bit. I think they've got 40 they're, they're, wins They're two to games out of the five seed. Yeah. And the five seed is New York. Yeah. Who, you and know, they capitulate sometimes. They, they, they're five and five in their last ten. They've lost their last two. They lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves without Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Yes. Somehow, even though Julius Randle looked like he's going to go for 60. And he's been blacking out this season. So Yeah, so, I don't know. The Knicks, I don't know. I feel like the Knicks have been good and then they look bad again and then they look good again. I think the one person I would say I love to praise in the Knicks this season, although RJ Barrett has taken a few steps forward, just like maybe 1.5 steps forward, Jalen Brunson has just made a name for himself this season. Yeah, he's been, and I think, he's been top. Like, we knew about him in Dallas, but he came out and said, like, oh, I can actually hoop. And he kind of bet on himself as well. Like yeah. he's like, I'm gonna go to New York. I'm gonna give myself a bigger role. I'm not gonna. And he 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 stepped. He's been an all star this season, even though he didn't make the game. Yeah, he's been giving you all star level production. About twenty four game, six seven assists, sometimes nine. Yeah, like you know what I mean. So him and Ju- Julius Randle, they really stepped up. Stepped up this year. Stepped yeah, up. definitely. And they've, they've got them to the fifth seed so far, and. Again, there's games where it's you. I think they're the unpredictable team. I don't think they're going to make a deep playoff run mm-hmm. because there's time. There's times where it's just not going to happen in the playoffs. Okay. But they're that team where this game should be over in five. It's gone to seven for no damn reason. But then we capitulate. Okay. So like, let's have let's have a look at the East then. So mm-hmm. right now in the playing tournament, your Heat would play the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would win that game in a 7-8 Oh, sorry, job? correction. The Heat, not my Heat. Oh, <laughs> sorry, free the, agent, the, my friend. So, the Heat, okay. Yeah. There. Um, who's winning that? Hawks. Everyone healthy, Hawks. Really? Yeah. That's interesting, okay. Uh, I have um, zero faith. And then it would be the Toronto, the Toronto Raptors versus the Chicago Bulls. Raptors. 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 Okay. So then the Raptors would then play the Heat for the eight seed. Who's winning out of Raptors. the Raptors? Raptors. Really? I'm a broken man. The Raptors. For me, Siakam's had a better season than most plays in Heat. Okay, that's fair. Van Fleet is nice to an extent. And Scotty Barnes has been a consistent player around that season as well. Okay. I don't see consistency through the Heat. Tyler Hero is up and down this season. Okay. Caleb Martin, don't even want to talk about it. Max Struess, don't want to talk about it. Gabe Vincent, don't want to talk about it. You guys been bringing Kyle Lowry off the... Well, they have been bringing Kyle Lowry off the bench since he come back from injury. Do you think that's a good move? It was a good move to trade him. <laughs> but he, off the bench, he's going to make more of a contribution than starting because too many minutes and it's too inefficient for this okay. season anyway. Then you've got Jimmy getting the ball a lot. So Jimmy's now going to be, again, like we kind of mentioned with Ant, He's going to have that ball unless it's going to Bam. And Bam is, as much as a great playmaker is, and I think he's one of the better centres in the league, and I love Bam Adebayo to the moon and back. You don't trust him to get you a bucket? I don't trust him to get him me a win over certain players. Like, I think Siakam can contribute more to a win and uplift the team into a win than Bam can. I think in the Hawks, although I don't really... like Trey Young is Trey Young. He's going to give you points, and obviously defensively he's weak. I think there's also the aspect of DeJounte Murray that's going to give you something. If it's an intense game and there's like not even tempest flaring, but there's a lot of hype around it and the vibes are high, I can trust John Collins to give me 15 and a posterizer. And then Clint Capello will dominate the boards if he needs to. And he's not been the same this season, but I put more faith into those teams than I do in the Heat. It might just be the bias of being broken watching them in the early season okay, talking. So but The Hawks are making it as the seventh seed. Yep. The Raptors are making it as the eighth, eighth seed. seed. That would see Milwaukee... Versus the Raptors Sweet. in round one. Sweet? Sweet. Cool. Boston versus the Hawks in Sweet. round one. Philadelphia versus the Brooklyn Nets. Ah. I'm going to go Philly winning that in a six-game series. Six? Six-game series. Nets are getting two? I think Bridges is going to give you 35 in a game and they don't know where it's coming from. Like, okay. you know. But I think Philly going to win that easily. It might even be a, a little gentleman sweep, but 
I can see yeah. more gentleman sweep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the Knicks versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, four five. It's a good matchup. It's a good matchup. <laughs> a good matchup. Um, I'm gonna go for the Cavs. As I said, I don't think the Knicks are gonna like win, but I think who do you they... think has the best player in that series? Donovan Mitchell. Okay. And Donovan then, Mitchell. Randall, Brunson, Garland, Mobley. So I say Mitchell, Randall, Garland, Brunson. Okay. So it's quite evenly matched, like yeah. spread of talent. Then I would probably say Mobley, Barrett, Allen. Okay, you think Barrett is better than I don't, Allen? I don't think he is, but I think this season he's given you a bit more. But Jarrett Allen's been very efficient. Like, he's just given you what the team needs. Okay. But, like, there's been games where RJ's given you four from seven from three with six boards, six assists, and, like, a 20-point game. It's like, you know? It's not consistent. Yeah, he's not consistent, but he will give you something. And that's going to hurt you in the playoffs. 100%. I think, I think I think historically, um, out of all those players, Donovan Mitchell's been the best playoff performer as well. Like he's been 100%. consistently a great playoff performer. So yeah, I say maybe the Cavs in six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would like to see you go to a seven-game series though. I wouldn't mind that. I think of any of those first-round series are going to go to seven. It will be that one. Hundred percent. But I don't know. I just think the Cavs just have. I just see the Knicks bottling it in a few games, like being up twenty. Yeah, <laughs> in the third, and then it's just gone. And then Emmanuel quickly is gonna shoot them out of the game. One hundred percent, and then you got Donovan Mitchell just doing some crazy yeah, stuff. No, no, I see that as well. So I see that kind of happening, but I, I would still say it's a good season for the Knicks because no one would think they would be there. Okay. So yeah. So, but in, c- coming out of the East is the big question. In recent weeks, I think Milwaukee has really started to they've started to look good. The fact that they could possibly, if they go like. 8 and 10 in the last if they go 8 and 2 in the last 10 games that's 60 games yeah and I think this is I think this is one of the weakest weakest seasons they've had in a sense in terms of like record but in terms of like the team they have I think this is one of the deepest teams they have 100% like in, in, in the, since Giannis has been a superstar has he had a team this deep but 4 years in yeah, over, yeah. The, over the four years, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, this is probably the deepest team he's had. But they had to do it. And unless, unless, unless and we, let's give the added context, like Chris Middleton's pretty much, he's been a bit part player most of the season. A lot of it was injury. And exactly. I think that's why they had to become so deep because he was out and they Compensate knew he was out for, for a while. So yeah. now that he's back, it's even better for them. So even like Javon Carter is giving you some range in certain games. But Bobby Porter seemed to have found his, his stroke again. <laughs> he, he found his bag. And you got Grayson Allen. He's going to give you... Joe Ingles has given them vet minutes. Pat those, 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 are the give of, those are the type of... When you talk about having a vet, those are the type of players I'm talking about. Your, yeah. Your Joe Ingles, your Wesley Matthews, you know what I mean? I've not been a big Wesley Matthews fan this season. But, like, he could come on, he could play some defence. Yeah. You don't want to leave him open. Yeah. Like, even just the threat of not wanting to leave him open. Like, he's not... He's not Wesley Matthews of old. He's not... A sniper. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I like, like Pat Connor in this season. I didn't even... We've not even seen, seen Jay Crowder really with him. Yeah, so oh yeah, if we, got, got, they, forgot, they we, haven't we haven't seen Bossman 99. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. So the depth in this team it's is crazy. nuts. And um, they got Brooke Lopez who's playing like a defensive player of the year. He wants that. He wants that. 100%. I think you, you can actually argue, actually, I don't think you can argue that he gets it, but he can be in the contention for it. Him, Jaron Jackson, I'd probably say it's out of them too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's close though. Between him and Jaron Jackson? Yeah, I think, think Jaron Jackson. I think it should just be Jaron Jackson. I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The oh, easy okay. looks nice, but it's one of those ones where can they do it all the way? And that... I I can't lie. <sighs> I think I think we're deep enough into the season for for me to make up a... I, I, I think... Giannis is getting Giannis is getting number two this year. You think so? I think I think he's getting number two this year. You're going controversial. Do you think that's controversial? Yeah. Well, to me, it is. So who other than them? Who would who else would it be? I would go straight. I think personally, the team that's going to win this season is the Celtics. Okay. So yeah, I'm going for them. I think they, they it's a seven game series maybe against the Bucks, and they take them out. See, I'm going straight Celtics. For the uh, finals, um, and then I think that they will take over. Okay, so what do you think the Celtics have that puts them over the top in a matchup with the Bucks? It's the Bucks are very deep. Mm-hmm. I think the Celtics have figured out their rotation, especially around the playoffs as well, and they've mm-hmm. been playing with that rotation, especially for the past few months. So yeah, see, they they 
I, I see like in their recent game they moved Rob Williams to the bench mm-hmm. okay they're testing out a few things but I say against someone like the the Bucks, I would probably play Rob Williams as a starter. You need to get bigger. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. you need that, that rim protection against Giannis, but also like someone to contest Brook Lopez on the, on the, on the perimeter. So in, in, a, in a matchup like that, they mm-hmm. wouldn't probably, they, they'd probably like match up Giannis against maybe Al Horford. Probably. And then they'll have a guy like Rob Williams on like the, on like the weak side. Mm-hmm. Probably build, taking Brook. If build, he's, a, if, build a wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they'll... In, in that series, Brook will probably be in the corner a lot. So then you can hedge over yeah, if you need yeah, to. Yeah. So, yep. Um, and I think the two players... Okay, so say, the same way we done it before. If you go for the top five players in that series, uh-huh. I'd say Celtic maybe have three. Okay, so Giannis first. Of course. Tatum. Tatum Brown. Uh, Drew Holiday. Ah, shit. <laughs> I forgot about Drew. And then... To be fair, if we go from like merit, Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton, Chris Middleton, so Chris Middleton. the Bucks have three or five. Yeah, they do. After yeah, they that, do. It, that's when it starts getting Celtic, Celtic, Celtic. And even that provides you a little bit because I think Jaden Brown's going to give you a lot more than both Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Yeah. And I think Tatum's not going to match Yanis. Hey, listen, but he's going to. I'm not trying to be controversial, but. Jalen Brown be carrying Tatum in a lot of these regular season games, you know. Define carrying. Especially in recent weeks. Define carrying. When Tatum can't get to the rim, Mm -hmm. can't buy a bucket, Mm -hmm. it's Jalen Brown that's getting it cracking. Is that not what your B-side's meant to do? Yeah, but like, does he get the credit that he deserves? A lot of the time he'd be better than Jason Tatum in these games. You know, I don't think he gets the credit. I'm going to speak in a term that I don't even know, but I don't think he gets the credit in the media and in the fan zones, but I think in the locker room they know. Yeah, because you see in those possessions, stop giving the ball to Tatum. They would actually say, "Now you are going to take the ball every single time." It's not like going to pass to Tatum, and then Tatum's going to say, "Oh, um, yeah, here have it," because I'm shooting bad. It's so, uh, ah, it's his time. Oh, he's on fire, and I think that's where the respect comes. So he don't mind what he's doing right now. Okay. So I like. So that. you think? So all right. So just so just so I'm having you right, you prefer the Celtics because you think they have more top end talent. Yep. And you think. When the real rotations squeeze in, they're they, ha- know they, 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 have, they have a better rotation. Their role players are going to contribute more in that series. That's interesting. So, you think Al Horford is going to contribute more than Brook Lopez? In the playoff settings, yes. Okay. 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 And it's not about stat sheet, box score. I think just on the court. It's just what... Look at their skill set. Look what mm-hmm. they offer. How are they impactful 100%. in this series? It, Al, Horford, Al Horford will be yeah. giving you Draymond minutes, basically. I ain't going to do no box, but on the court, I'm an influence. And I think that's what a lot of their players are going to do as well. So okay. I, I don't know why, because I'm meant to hate this team, but I just think the Celtics are actually going to take you somewhere. I think this series hangs on how good Drew Holiday could be on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. You know, defensively, special player. Yeah. But like, can he efficiently get you 18 to 20 points in this matchup? Don't know. And I'm not talking about like 24 points on like 19 shots. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about in 12 shots. Yeah, like can you get that up? Don't know. Um, and he's gonna have probably have the irritant of smart Marcus Smart going against okay, him. Okay, so last year when it went to seven, he struggled mm-hmm. in that role with Chris Middleton there. You would imagine that would ease up the burden because Chris Middleton's a guy you could give you could give him the ball, you could clear the lanes, he could go get your bucket. Hundred percent. So, but he would be matched up with I'd say what Jaden Brown. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. That's not going to be easy for him. No, nah, that's not. It's not. Definitely not. Um, But we've seen him in the playoffs. We've seen yeah. Chris Middleton in the playoffs. Light up. NBA Finals. He, he we've can seen, light we've up. seen him make stuff happen in the <laughs> yeah. NBA Finals. You know what I mean? Can so, light it up. Is this how, 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 what, what version of Chris Middleton we're going to get percentage health wise? What's he going to look like? Don't know. I Even f- mentality, like you've been injured for so long. Are you looking at yourself as, I can get that bucket? Yeah. So yeah. it depends. And I just think that the Celtics are all there. And especially with the loss of last year. They're gonna want that back. 100. I think that they all season they've literally just looked driven of. I'm so, gonna show you I'm that team. What's interesting about the Celtics, right, is that this year they're essentially having like a reverse of the season they had last year. Mm-hmm. You know, last year they started really slow and ended on fire and made it to the finals. This year they started on fire. And in recent, slow, in like, recent weeks, it's been it's been slow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think one big thing that's gonna determine it as well is what team sees Embiid. Because uh, MB's so gonna put some, gonna, he's I, gonna put I, some damage I, on the team. That's gonna be the Celtics. Yeah, and, and he's know, gonna put I, some I, damage I, I, on the team. And we know NB has never been talking about anything when it comes to matching up with Boston Celtics. Yeah. Our Hawthorne's been whooping his ass for years. <laughs> but Am I, I lying? This season, <laughs> this season, he's gonna put some pain on them. 
listen, I think, bro. With this new Harden role as well, I think the I think the I think the the Sixers and the Celtics will go to seven. You know, seven. Yeah. Oh. And I think and I think Milwaukee's gonna get Cleveland out of there in quick fashion. Ooh. So going into that conference finals, which we think is gonna be the conference finals, mm-hmm. unless the Sixers pull out what we would consider an upset, right? I don't think it's going seven, man. Why not? It can go seven. I think with the way Joel Embiid is playing, it depends on Harden. Yeah. Depends on Harden. And I think, you know what, even if Joel gives you them them 40-point games, I think, like, the Celtics can still be around you come fourth quarter. Yeah. And then it could be within one point. And, well, we've seen how the refs score them. <laughs> yeah. we've, seen, we've seen how they can turn it around last minute of a game. And I think that they, they can get a cheeky 6-2. Okay. So, yeah. That, well, that wouldn't be a, a shock. Yeah. Sorry, a 4-2. Yeah. yeah. Six game. Sorry. So, in the East, we're predicting Milwaukee versus Boston. Mm-hmm. It's not a hot take, really. Mm-hmm. In the West, what are we saying? Suns are going to the finals, so... The Suns are going to the finals. Suns are going to the finals, I so... I don't think so. Suns are going to the finals, so... Shout out Devin Booker. Suns are going to the finals. And, well, ah, uh, you know what? I'll put it this. It depends. The Suns just do not move me, man. I'm sorry. I watched them last night. Bro, they couldn't... Bro, they was just shooting mid-range jump shots. Yeah. Austin Reeves was getting to the yeah. free-throw line whenever he felt like it. Yeah. Vando was locking shit down. I'd say with with the West, it also depends on what Lakers you get. I think the Lakers are going to be the upset team. It feels it feels dumb to say this, right? But if there's going to be an upset team, I think it's going to be the Golden State. Like considering they're the champions, saying like the championship, the champions are going to cause an upset is a bit joke. But like, if Golden State make it back to the finals, like I wouldn't be shocked. But they don't look good. That's why I would they, say they mm. really they really don't. But like, if they made it back to the finals, would anyone really be like, "Wow, like this is a like this has been a miracle"? I would say, "Wow, maybe Steph is a goat." Yeah, I wouldn't mind entertaining that discussion. That uh, Steph yeah, is able God, to go back there. Again, I don't like, see this team making the finals because that is like if Steph could bring this team to the finals with how they've been Scary. playing this season, then he's something different. Like you know what I mean? By far. So yeah, I I think that they, that the Lakers are the upset team if they're all healthy. I think the health is just the question. Bro, but like, that's always going to be the, the thing. The West, with, like, yeah. honestly, I can't call it. Like, right now, between the four seed and the 10th, the, the 12th seed, which is the New Orleans Pelicans, Phoenix have 34 losses. The Pelicans are 37. That's three games. Yeah. yeah. The, the West is tight. And it's not going to get one easier. One loss could send you out of the playoff. Con- co- one loss could send you out of the playoff, out of the playing completely, or it could send you into the fifth seed or the fourth or the sixth <laughs> seed. So, like, bro, it's hard to predict right now. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, bro, like, what's your prediction for the West? Let's go. You've locked in my my conference finals for the East. I I, I think my prediction for the West is Denver Nuggets versus in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be boring, bro. It's the Phoenix Suns. Let's say the Phoenix Suns. It's the Phoenix Suns. They're not moving me, though. I, 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 I think the Grizzlies have a better chance of getting there than the Suns. Ooh. I, I hear that. Because they're, they're better yeah. defensively. No, I hear that. I don't, and that's not even better, a bad take. A lot better defensively is that. That's not a bad take at yeah. all, but oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I would go Suns. I just think... If Sacramento made it, I wouldn't be shocked. If the Suns made it, I wouldn't be shocked. If the Clippers made it, I would not be shocked. I would be shocked <laughs> if the Clippers made it. Why? I would be shocked if the Clippers made it. If Russell Westbrook didn't play for the Clippers, would you be saying this? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Like, I, I think Westbrook's not even the problem. Okay. No, I think I... it's literally Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on a court together don't move me in the playoffs. Fair enough. Like, I think other teams should look more dangerous playing as a team. Okay. So, yeah. I think Russell Westbrook's probably the reason that if they get to the finals, he'll probably be the reason that they get there. His role can, is essential. Can I, can I give you a stat, right? Russell Westbrook... Is leading the Clippers in double-digit assists, and he's <laughs> played. A, he's, he's been there for like twelve games. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not even getting onto Westbrook at all. It's literally I just feel like that team is not a team. I get you. Like they have a decent lineup when you look at the paper. On paper they look good. Yeah, but, but I, uh, on the on the court. <laughs> yeah, you know who they remind me of? Ooh. Lob City Clippers. They look great on paper. They're just not gonna get to that place. And it might be just the history of Clippers, man. Okay then. <laughs> so yeah. Alright, so what do you want to get into some listeners' questions? Yeah, let's go to some listeners' questions. So we asked earlier on today and we got about four to five replies. So we go with Ranch Dingus. And I'm gonna put this one to you, Reams. Is Jason Kidd the worst coach in the NBA? <sighs> <laughs> 
I think with the level of talent that he has at his disposal, and like it might not be like a nice spread through the team, but he has like. Would you say he has a, like a top five player? Um, who would you say is Luka Doncic? This season, uh, no, he has a top ten. He's a top ten player, yeah, okay, for sure. Cool. I and wouldn't put Luka's top five. Okay, cool. I think for him to be below five hundred at this stage of the season is less shocking. than ideal. It's shocking. Um, the moves that have been made, though, you've lost a Jalen Brunson. You've you've lost Dorian um, Finney Smith. Smith. You've added a Kyrie mid-season who's looked great, but you have to figure out the chemistry. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Tim Hardaway was your second option for a bit. Chris Wood was your second option for a bit. It's not. I think they they they, they don't have many defenders. They got Reggie Bullock, who's a good defender. Mm-hmm. They have Frank Nilakina, who might not see any minutes in the yeah, playoffs. Boy, he, I have, hope he don't. And they have and they have Josh Green. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure, man. I think. Is G, is he the worst coach in the NBA? I think the Hawks fans would 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 say Nate McMillan was worse. <laughs> it's not the NBA no more. He's not the NBA no more. I think the Hawks fans. Um, I feel like every team, when things aren't going well, they just blame their coach. I think. Yeah. A lot of people say um Stephen Silence Stephen Silas at the Rockets. He's not doing a great job. Yeah, but I mean, as we, we kind of discussed that earlier, it's not the easiest job to yeah. do. I don't know if Jason Kidd's the worst coach in the NBA because if you asked this question last year, people would say, bro, he's been like one of the surprise packages. If you asked the year before that, they would have said he was the worst coach of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if I have a good enough knowledge of all the coaches and like all their strengths and weaknesses to, to really answer that question. But what I will say is, he's, I think he's, the, the, the Dallas Mavericks have alarmingly underachieved this year. 100%. But you could put that you could put that on a lot of like a lot of the teams in the West have had disappointing seasons. The the Warriors coming from a championship have been shockingly disappointing. The Lakers have been shockingly disappointing. Flipping. Obviously the Suns have had injuries. Yeah. Um I would Minnesota say Minnesota has been disappointing even though Cat missed fifty games. I can't blame that. Yeah. And we don't, still don't know what what's going yeah. on with that. It's strain. I, in, in fact, Minnesota being able to stay above float is great coaching. It's, it's actually not <laughs> I would I would say Ranch Dingus. The answer to your question is potentially, but, <laughs> but I have another content, um, contender for that. Billy Donovan, man, Chicago Bulls. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Why do I still think he was an OKC? No, he's not OKC, no, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, the times okay. have changed, that, brother. That's a good shout. That's a really good shout. The 11th seed. That's a good shout. And you've got two great players. And and again, you can say like Lonzo Ball is a big movement for it, but really, I'm not taking that excuse. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, that, that Billy ain't Donovan, ain't, I'm putting in there. That ain't enough to move the need Lonzo Ball. Nah, nah, nah. nah. So, that, that's not a terrible shout. Thank you. So, okay. Yeah. All right, so we're going to... We'll go into another Ranch Dingus question, actually. How good is the East? Because apart from the top three, I can't tell. I, I think, would say... I think Cleveland are good. Cleveland are good. I think New York look okay. Like, they're not a good team, but I would say in terms of yeah, comparing it to the maybe West... Good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> <laughs> I say, for me, in terms of comparing it to the West, obviously the competition is not there yet. But I think... They have the, all the potential to be a one of well, I was gonna say one of the most competitive conferences. I think in the next two seasons they could be more competitive than um, what's it called? The West. The West, and you gotta remember that it's only because the West has lost a lot of players. You've lost a KD. Like a lot of these trades happened. KD's back now, so Kyrie's in the West. Yeah, so it's <laughs> first like, time in his career. <laughs> so it's one of the ones where the East looks good in potential terms. Okay. So I hope that. It answers your question of, I think, this season, nah. Next season, probably going to be very good and maybe better than the West. Okay. So, yeah. So then we'll go into a question that's directly addressed to you, Reams. For Reams, and this is from Duxon Quack 9. Duxon Quack 9. Okay. Thoughts on people saying the T-Wolves are better without that Dom- Dominican dude and how many more floor spaces do you need? I would say probably that's a. Do you need to get into deep playoff contention? What's your What's your thoughts on that, Reams? The Dominican dude looking like he's hindering your team. That don't really make sense considering he hasn't played in fifty games. <laughs> uh, I mean, if he was playing, and he was playing bad with him, then that would make sense. Um, this is my thoughts on someone saying we should trade an All NBA player. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you are not very bright. Okay, let me ask you a question, right? If you are a 21-year-old wing looking like a potential superstar, mm-hmm. if I gave you the option of having a seven-foot, 
40% shooting. 1v1 could get to the rim and score on whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. Guy that you get you get you get to the ball, your attack go to the rim, you see Jaron Jackson in front of you, you kick the ball out to the wing, and you have a seven foot, forty percent shooting guy that could put the bucket, the ball in the bucket and bail you out. Would you be interested in a player like that? I'll be interested. You'd be interested in a player like that, right? However, would you trade that player for Harrison Barnes? Lord have mercy. <laughs> like, come on. Would you like, trade that player for DeAndre Hunter? <laughs> nah, come on. Like, you know, of course not. But there's other players you can get for cat for Let's name some. Like, maybe your team will take a... Okay, like, I'm talking the level of Cat. You'll probably go, like, a step below. Uh-huh. And then you will trade for okay, maybe so one in, of those pieces okay. and pieces. So, in, in hindsight now, if someone said you could trade Cat for Mikhail Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, and, like, a couple first-round picks, if you asked me that at the start of the season, I would have said no. But if you asked me that now, I'd say yes. 100%. But if we used to make that trade now, we wouldn't be able to get that. True. The the, the Nets want to give away Mikael Bridges first round picks and like you know what I mean so you got to think that hindsight Kat- hindsight is great like right now who are you trading Cat for that's making this team better who are you trading Cat for that's going to give you twenty five points per game fifty percent sh- sh- scoring forty percent from the rim in the you got also one think that one is unguardable Cat has also been quite injury prone in the last four or five years. He played 35 games, then 50 games, yeah, then he, 77, he, and then this year he's only okay, played 22. So who, tra- so who can you trade him for that's going to make the team better? I don't think you're going to get anyone with that value of his talent. Who are you going to trade that's going to make Ant's life easier? Nah, no one. That, there's my answer to nah, your question. No one. <laughs> nah, no one. There's my answer to nah, your question. I don't see it. Fair enough. So, <laughs> Ducks and Quack 9, you've heard that, um, yeah. yeah, no. His second question, though, how many floor spaces do you think you need to make your team better? So, okay... In the ideal world, our best lineup right now is Mike Conley, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. Jaden McDaniel's floor spacer, of course, Carl Anthony Towns floor spacer, yes, sir. Rudy Gobert not floor spacer, absolutely not. Off the bench, we could bring Nikhil Alexander Walker. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's shooting well. I'm not sure. Better. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure if I trust him as a floor spacer in the playoffs. But he's a good defensive player. You don't also. know until you try, though. Exactly and I think right. You can take that. You can take that risk. Should I say? Torian Prince floor spacer. Yep. Kyle Anderson, not a floor spacer. Naz Reed, floor spacer. So that's Jaden, Cat, potentially Nikhil, mm-hmm. Torian Prince, Naz Reed. That's five floor spacers. You need more? Who? Okay. We, we got to think about guys that's going to crack a playoff rotation, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You support the Heat. Uh, please. Duncan Robertson's a floor spacer, right? <laughs> Would you crack that Timberwolves rotation? No chance. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all names for you to give me, yeah? Not even a match choose as I Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, if you want to trade for him, though, go ahead. Would he crack... Would he, based on what you've seen, would he crack Timberwolves rotation? Of course not, no. Okay. So I feel like... Bro, like, unless you're going to send me, like, 2010 Kyle Korver, <laughs> who, I, who I know is going to make shots in the playoffs... Would you take a Joe Harris... No, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's the floor. I wouldn't take him. I would have take Eric Gordon. Like, mm, nah, nah, I would have nah, take nah, Maku- nah. Malik Beasley. We had Malik Beasley. He couldn't get. He couldn't. He couldn't get on the court. Malik Monk. No. Because <laughs> I, I, Max Struess. You 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 would be better on Max Struess than I will. Like Kyle Lowry. I, I think I take Kyle Lowry for who? Um, who you trade out of there? Who? Um, I think he take Nikhil's minutes. I do right now. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Let's do it. Hey, Spoh, Spoh, I'm Having a point guard rotation of Mike Conley and Kyle Lowry, I don't think that's bad in the playoffs. I don't think it's bad, but yeah. I just don't trust Kyle Lowry, so I wouldn't take yeah. it if I was I mean, his pass, his pass is best. Nikhil is getting better, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So then we got one more that I'm going to go to. Uh, actually, no, we got a few more. I'm going to go, all right, cool. So this is from Premier DJs underscore UK. Has the boom of ring chasing phenomenon in the last five to ten years, negatively or positively affected the NBA? Me, me personally, I think negatively. And, like, it's been so negative. Like, guys now, guys now, like, bro, like, this ring or bus culture, fans already don't respect guys' accomplishments unless they ring, win rings. And, like, the, 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 the players are starting to notice that now. And now they've even started to, like, care less about different accomplishments yeah. outside of winning a ring like yeah. so the regular season don't matter anymore cool guys are taking time off like load management everything they're doing is in preparation to, to, to winning rings there's no pride in accomplishing stuff in the regular season anymore and I think that makes the regular season product way worse so for me I'm going to spin the question a little bit because I think everyone would answer the word negatively but 
would you say that that's a problem that the players have made for the NBA or that the fans and the media have made for the NBA? No, it's a media thing and a fan thing and 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 we know why this narrative has happened now. This narrative has happened to diminish LeBron James. Yep. Let's be real. Like, if you're like, obviously Michael Jordan has more arguments than just rings, but like the yeah. main argument he has is he's the got rings. six and six. Yeah, so like, that, like, yeah. that's his main argument. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um. That's why this ring culture thing started, and it's it's not really been good for anyone, in my opinion. Like, it's it's made MB, it's made basketball discourse harder, like more corny. It's made the regular season like less enjoyable. I don't I don't know. I feel like there's guys like that. I've had amazing careers. You look at their CV, amazing career. You 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 say something nice about their career, and they'd be like, yeah, but you didn't win though. Oh, yeah, you couldn't win. Does that mean he wasn't like one of the best players we've ever seen? Like. Winning, winning is contingent on like. For there's me, so many like. All right, listen. Tim Duncan won five rings, right? If you swapped him and Kevin Garnett, if Kevin Garnett got drafted to the San Antonio Spurs and mm-hmm. Tim Duncan got drafted to Minnesota Timberwolves, who do you think could have won more rings? Kevin Garnett. Like, so, bro, bro, for me, it's like this. Tim Duncan isn't. I mean, he would have still been an amazing player. Still, maybe yeah. one of the best point yeah. forwards we've ever seen in our lives. But it's different for me. One thing that I say with this is kind of like going on the LeBron debate, where people have changed it, is because. You went to ten finals. I know that your ring ratio, well, your ring to your ring to losses ratio is lesser, but it doesn't mean that it's not great that you even got there. Because a lot of people just don't understand the def the definition of I have to go to the finals and win. It's impossible. Jordan done a great thing, but then we know why it's come around. I just think it's one of those ones where if players want to go and get a ring, then you're gonna put an asterisk on a ring because oh, you done it in this kind of team, but then you only want rings. Like, that's just a serious question to it. So, yeah. For you, DJ, Premier DJs UK, the answer is negatively, but also it's because of us. <laughs> Make the regular season great again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And we got one more question that I'm going to ask for Ids. He asked us three. We'll ask, we'll, I think the next episode is where question two is going to come anyway. But it's a quick answer. Should the Pelicans entertain the idea of trading Zion? And if so, where could he end up? For me... I'm going to run with your cat take on this. No. The boy's 22, right? And he's a phenomenal talent. He's not played any... He's not played a season. He's not played any seasons, though. Like, and it's, and I know, but at the same time, it's when he's played, you've seen what this boy can special, do. Special, special. It's crazy. Here's my thing. Who's going to take a punt on him? 100%. So if no one's going to... That's a Ben Simmons thing. You're going to take a punt and you don't know what you're going to get as a team. And I think Ben Simmons showed you that a lot. But on top of what you were saying for Cat, when I put this ball on the court and this player has the ball, who's giving me that? Zion, Zion you, even more because Zion's better than Cat. Yeah, and so, then are you <laughs> trading for a player of that quality to be getting? Because if Zion comes back, let's say you say you trade Zion to, let's say you do a Zion Cat trade, right? Let's just like put that in the air. And then Zion then plays a full season for the Timberwolves. They could win a championship. <laughs> I'm going to be looking like, hey, 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 hey. Carl Anthony Towns, Jada McDaniel, Zion Williams. <laughs> no, no, no. Cat's gone. Sorry, yeah, I'm Cat's Anthony gone. Anthony Edwards. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, going to want to see Anthony Edwards and Zion, and Zion Williams? You don't want to see that. So if I'm the Pelicans, the boy, st- again, he's 22. We knew, and I think the Pelicans knew these problems were going to come to the... to the. I think this season must be gutting for the Pelicans because, bro, when they had Zion Williamson on the court... With they, Brandon Ingram. They looked like they could go to the conference finals, bro. But bro, him and Brandon Ingram are so parent. frustrating. They've invested the money into him now to be like, listen, we know what we have when he's on the court, but we can't keep him on there. And Brandon Ingram's in the same. They can't keep Brandon Ingram on the court Facts. either. But so the, Pelican, the, name the, for that. The, the Pelicans are in a situation where they have two all-star, all-NBA level players. They can't keep either of them on the court. My last thing that I'd say for it is this: once you get them two players on the court. CJ is a great player and I like, like we love CJ McCollum cool but you actually need some playmaking and once you give them that and take the ball out of their hands for the majority of the time that team can potentially be quite scary so yeah for if me it, if it's me nah, I, 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 ain't I, I, I don't think I trade them I think they've invested the money now they just got to roll with it you know what I mean Like, and I don't think there's, a, there's teams that's going to be willing to give them what they need to get in return for a player that great because just the risk of Zion Williamson a lot of teams out there right now kind of like yeah. I don't think there's a team in the NBA right now that doesn't have any prospects for the future. Maybe the Knicks. The Knicks probably might be the only team that'd be willing to trade for him. Prospects for the future. What? Uh, yeah, do you look yeah, at a team right now and yeah. think, oh, like, or maybe the Trailblazers? You saying Conor is a prospect? Yeah. 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 Jaden Ivey, they got. Yeah. 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 Detroit. Um, yeah. What's James Wiseman? They got him now. Shit. Got Jalen Duran. They're gonna get. They might get the number one pick again this year. I don't think they're getting the number one pick. Yeah, no, I think you're right, actually. 
So, so like, what, what team, you look around the league, what team don't have something, don't have a building block? Even the Knicks have one now. Like, who, what team? Maybe the, maybe the Miami Heat. It might be the Miami Heat. I, I, they would say Heron, you can say the Bams are player for the future. Fair enough. So, yeah, Bams, Bams still got a long way to go, but he can be that guy for the team, so we'll see. But, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the Pelicans just have to just have to roll with that one. Run it, and then get him on a fitness program. That's it. We get better doctors and physios to put him on a program, make it strict, simple as. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but to answer, to answer your question, we're keeping Zion and Pelicans. Yeah. So with that, we're gonna conclude. Yeah, man, this has been a good one. It's been a good episode. Obviously, like, comment, subscribe, at us if you need to. When will we be back again next week? Because the, the the playoffs are. Fast approaching, isn't it? Yes, so we could do now. We got, we got next. Yeah, next because week. K K will be back by next week. Oh yeah, K will be back from yeah. Detroit. Oh, yeah. Detroit, you know. Ah, I'm happy here. Happy in Detroit. Yeah. yeah, he'll be back from Dallas. So next week we got, we got an episode coming out as well. Again, all we ask is that you like, comment, subscribe, go follow the Instagram. We have got some content coming out here. Yeah, we'll have lots of content during the playoffs as well. Hundred percent. We got, we'll probably go to once a week during the playoffs yeah. if we can. Maybe even twice. We might throw some stream yards in there. Or no, something I, like that. Yeah. I have to. So yeah. yeah, again, guys, thank you. It's been Courtside Fracas and love, love. Podcast Network.